Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast of Word First Ministries. Tune in each week and join us as we pursue God's command to make disciples of all nations. What is up, you guys? Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast brought to you by Word First Ministries. I am your host, Jacob O'Neill. And as always, I'm joined by my good friends, Bailey and Cameron. And today... We have a very special guest here in the Dykeman Austin Library Studio, Mr. Seaman Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? How's that pronunciation? That's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> if you if you were able to sense my subtle hesitation before I said it, uh, it's because I wanted to make sure I got it right. Bailey, mm. pray us in, man. Yep. Lord, thank you for this time that we have to talk with our brother. Um, I pray just that we could learn from his life, learn from his experience, um, learn from him, and that we could all um, learn from you in this conversation. God, I pray that you would be here and that you'd fill us with wisdom, fill us with all the things that we need to see your work through here. Um, We love you. We dedicate this time to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Bailey. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Seaman, uh, we invited you on uh, basically because we go way back. Yeah, <laughs> we go way uh, back. <laughs> at least our visit to Norway. You were uh, the first worship leader at uh, one of the first, uh, like the first worship leader we saw at uh, the church we have now joined, mm-hmm. uh, Home Church. And mm-hmm. so we, uh, Cameron actually, got the chance to sit down with you yeah. and talk to you about your story and how uh, you came to know Jesus Christ. And Cam was so inspired by such mm-hmm. a story that he came to me and was like, hey, we got to have Seaman to come on and talk about uh, this yeah, story. Yeah, no pressure, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah no pressure. <laughs> the story was so great, you need to tell the world about it. <laughs> Go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. No, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no pressure. I. Am, I <laughs> so, anyways, do the flip. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, monkey. <laughs> so. <laughs> Cam said you could do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> I'll introduce a, a little bit then. So, Stephen and I, we had the opportunity to have coffee some time ago. I don't remember. It. I don't know if it was last week or last month. Um, it's not last week. No, okay, last month. We'll yeah. say that. Yeah. If it's one of those two, we'll pick that one. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the things that's always interested us, you know, we've had guests on the on the podcast, and we've had uh, Christian guests, and we go like, how, how did we always wonder how? Tell us a story about how you became and remained a Christian in in a in a Norwegian context, um, mm-hmm. because those stories are so much different than American stories that we're used to hearing. Very, and so we got to sit down, and I got to hear that story, and and uh, throughout it were themes of the importance of community and and brotherhood and the family of God. And, uh, that really spoke to me and really touched my heart because that's what we're, that's what we're here doing. Mm. And, and, um, not to say that those things aren't important in th- they're important in every Christian's life, but as we are here, it, like it, I, it sounds so cute saying is we're here as missionaries, like how adorable, like, mm, yeah, Norway needs <laughs> us. Um, <laughs> as we're here, as we're here, since we're here, there you go. um, and that's the work that we're dedicating ourselves to. Uh, that was just a um, important lesson for me, and God used you to speak to my heart on the on the importance of community in the context of your story. So, uh, so I came back to the team with that. I was like, "We well, guys, we have to have Seaman on the podcast. Um, I think it'll be it'll help to explain to the Americans who have sent us um, what it looks like to uh, what it, a little bit about the spiritual landscape here as someone who grew up in a Christian home and then found." Uh, his own relationship with God, and also help to keep us on track to understand what it is that we're doing, and maybe get some insight 
from uh, from the perspective of a of a local, right? We're, we're coming in purporting to tell people here how to what to do with their souls. Mm-hmm. Um, so having, I just think that it'd be really helpful and a blessing and beneficial to everybody. So um, maybe that gave you some time to prepare to do the backflip. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so that's, what, how that's you, the context. It wasn't just it wasn't just I had had coffee with the worship leader and we couldn't could we <laughs> wait like that'll make for a good episode. But uh, yeah. that you had that, that your story really touched my heart mm-hmm. and as I I shared this much of it with the guys we're yeah. like yes I think that would be that'd be excellent to help the people at home to understand what it is that we're up to and be a great continual reminder to us about the the work that we're a part of here in Oslo. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. So why don't you take us uh, from the beginning of your story? I think Cam kind of mentioned a little bit of it, that you were raised in a Christian home. Hopefully, if that's where it begins, yeah, unless I'm yeah, totally wrong. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's where it begins. If you don't want to start it like, I got born. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I was away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we knew that beginning. part of the story. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. That's quite normal. I read between yeah. the lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in a Christian home. Um and uh, I grew up in Sheen, a city like an hour and a half away from Oslo. Grew up in the Baptist church there, and uh, was a part of like the Sunday school, like the the children's choir and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was I mimed my way through the children's choir. <laughs> uh, didn't want to sing. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Uh, stood in the back. Yeah. No one could see me. I was, do you still I'm have good. those I'm miming good skills? Yeah, or? do you still know the moves? <laughs> uh, I said no. Ah. No, <laughs> no, not really, not really. No. I'm, I'm guessing like I, I would pick them up quickly yeah. uh, if, they, if they were there, yeah. and if somebody was standing in front of me and like doing the moves, uh, I, I would definitely like, get like it. Riding a bike, you just yeah, 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 yeah. Never it's really automatic. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I grew up there, but um, um, yeah. As the years went, I was like, yeah, uh, I. I I was like this this thing is kind of boring. Uh it's church. Mm. I just sing old songs. Uh I didn't really have friends there, which was also like uh, why it was a little bit boring for me. Mm. Uh like in the Sunday school, I didn't really have like any any guy friends my age at all. Uh which was like the people I hang out with when I was mm. not at church. It was mm. just like old guys. Yeah. Uh And how old were you at this point? Uh 6th 7th okay. grade. Yeah, so, okay. Okay. Uh, so I was like Eleven, twelve. Yeah. I was like, yeah, uh, it's not really fun uh, mm-hmm. to be at church. So mm-hmm. I, I said to my mom and I, I'm like, ah, I don't want to, don't want to join you uh, because I was like, it, it's boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Uh, <laughs> and then like, uh, it like like when I look back at it, I'm like, uh, I I'm also like, yeah, the the Bible for me was just like any other story. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't have any real authority. Uh, it mm-hmm. was like. The Bible, like all of the fairy tales, they're like they are just stories, yeah. and that was the where I was with the, with that at the point. And so, like, uh, I had a couple of years from like, yeah, I do really don't really want to join you guys at church, mm-hmm. uh, so I just stayed home. Uh, and then uh, my mom started working at church when I started uh, at uh, another school in eighth grade, yeah, at Ungdom uh, School. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, don't know how to translate that. Uh, yeah, for, the, for our <laughs> California listeners, what would be the equivalent of uh, that in America? It's, uh, it's uh, eighth grade-ish. Eighth grade-ish. Yeah, okay. Eighth to yeah, tenth. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, my mom started working there, and she started this like after-school program. Uh, uh, and she was like, 
on Wednesdays, you'll get dinner here. <laughs> If you don't want to make it yourself at home, I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come to church for dinner. <laughs> He got me at dinner. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so I started going uh, because I was like, yeah, this is where I'll get food this mm-hmm. day. Um, mm-hmm. And then like I started like becoming a part of the community, starting to get some friends there. Mm. Um, and then like a year went by, I still kept on going. Uh, and then, like uh, this youth pastor or not youth pa- youth worker, mm-hmm. came into our our, our little <laughs> community uh, from the outside, mm-hmm. and he like he started telling stories about what what God was doing mm-hmm. uh, and what God has been like doing in him, like mm-hmm. through him, and what he been see been seeing God do, and like he's been seeing God work, and I was like, wait, what? Mm. Is this like happening now? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Because like to me, like the the stories had no authority. Like mm. they weren't real. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stories of the Bible uh, weren't real for me. Like I, I heard them all my life, but mm-hmm. they weren't mm-hmm. real in any sense. And so uh, for me, I was like, "What? Mm. He's talking about this, and I, like this guy. This is a guy that I'm like, I'm starting to trust him, mm-hmm. you know. And then he like keeps on telling these stories, mm-hmm. and like every second week he'd come back and he's like, "Yeah, yeah I got. Uh, guess what happened like this weekend?" And I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? So this is happening? That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, that's interesting that there was like there was this guy that you trusted mm-hmm. that you know because you're in this community with him and you trusted yeah. him, mm-hmm. um, and he was at the same time bringing to the table just through the course of your friendship, these different stories that yeah. and there was like this clash. And God's it, working what I'm getting, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it, that's what I'm getting is like there was this like clash. It's oh, like, yeah. well, these things, these Bible stories, I I sometimes refer to them as silly stories because uh, even though I believe they're, uh, most of them happened and they have authority, mm-hmm. um, I can understand how an outside perspective looking in looks at the Bible and is mm-hmm. like, it's just filled with silly stories. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, Uh, honestly, without the power of God, uh, there are some pretty absurd yeah. things. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Bible yeah. Someone coming about. to church and then telling you about the great dinner they they just shared with the three little pigs, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing." It's like it was me, it was the yeah. three little pigs, it was Tinkerbell, <laughs> it was a rager. Like, like that's not. So I can't, and, and I don't have that experience like that. So I, I mean, I I don't remember a time in my life when I didn't know that that God was real, um, and so I didn't get I didn't have the opportunity to have that kind of experience where I got to sort of see the work of God become real. Maybe it's something that never happened or it was what maybe and forgive me if I'm, if I'm mischaracterizing uh, sort of your thoughts, but it's like, maybe that's what people thought happened a long time ago when they didn't realize how the mm. world really worked. Mm. It's like, we have stories about God's bowling and that causes thunder or whatever. Mm. Like the, <laughs> they have that. That's not, but that's not anything people believe in now or, or whatever it was. It's not happening now. Mm. Is that, is that close? Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. It might. Yeah. I think, I think that's pretty close. Uh, it's, a, it's really close in the sense of like, yeah, they were just stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then someone's like, Hey, but the same God is like working now. It's yeah. like, just mm. like, It forced me to like really, really like th- forced me into a process of like thinking like, what, what if this is really, you know, mm-hmm. what happens mm-hmm. then, you know? Yeah. And, and so like it was a process that lasted a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, and as this guy was like a part of the youth group, he was leading the youth group. Uh, he kept on telling stories and we kept on getting better friends, you mm-hmm. know, uh, kept on like, like, this is this is a guy like I can trust, you know, mm-hmm. um, as well. And he kept on telling new stories and new yeah. stories and new stories. 
And I was like, and I, like as I hung out with him, like I got to experience some of it myself as well. And I was like, I came to the point a couple of years later. I was like, I I can't ignore this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, like either like my friend is just like, like yeah, BSing his way like through mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, uh, sure. and, and, and like he's, he's just here for some weird reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and or or like what he's saying is true, mm-hmm. and like it changes the way the Bible, uh, like the way I, we look at the Bible and mm-hmm. the stories there. And, like, I kept on going to, like, youth group and youth camps and all these kind of things. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I actually started leading worship before <laughs> before I was like, yeah, I believe, you oh, know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I want I to sing now. Uh, yeah, I, I know lots of people who are doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was like, oh, you play guitar? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, mm-hmm. ah, here you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> but it was good. It helped, it helped like, community-wise uh, mm-hmm. to get that as well. Huh. Uh, yeah. For sure. And then like, it came to the point where I was like, yeah, now I believe. Like, I don't really have another choice, any logical solution for this. Mm-hmm. Like, other than like, yeah, I got to believe this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, at one point I came to the decision. I was like, yeah, now I believe. Now I believe. <laughs> and it was like, it, it wasn't like in the sense of like, oh, here's this one point where I'm like, oh, I went from not believing to believing. But it was like mm-hmm. this process mm-hmm. over, the, over two years where I, like, it led me to the point where I was like, yeah. Now I believe. Yeah. Was it oh, wow. that whole two years? Um, was that with the same church and like the same community? Yeah. Or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. It was, uh, but it was mostly this guy who kept on like, coming back with new mm. stories. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's amazing. So you 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 hear about the work of God in the world. You see the work of God in the world, and I love how you said they're like, I I I didn't have a choice. I have to believe. <laughs> yeah. Like, what could what could I do? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could I could choose to like just ignore everything. Yeah, but I'm just like, ah, it doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I'm uh, sorry, Jacob. You're going to say something. I'm not going to. Well, I was one, so. I was a little curious. Um, uh, as long as they're not like super personal, I, I was just kind of curious if you remember what what are some of these stories? Maybe at least like one oh, yeah. uh, that these stories that really made you go like, I believe this about the world but I'm hearing this kind of thing oh, from yeah. somebody I trust mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and these do, don't match up. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, yeah. what what would be one of those stories? Uh, right? Yeah, I remember I, one story I remember like really well was like he, he went like through the streets of Shen with some some people from Youth with a Mission mm-hmm. and then they walked up this hill one hill and then one of the guys he walked with, he's like, oh, my leg kind of hurts. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, let's pray for it. Yeah, and then like they prayed for his leg, and mm. he just got completely healed. Mm. Mm. And, and like he he had apparently been struggling with it for a little while, and I was like, <laughs> "What? Yeah. Like does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> right? Does that really work? <laughs> you mm. know, like we have we have hospitals and everything, but like, but this is this, this is different, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and it's just like, yeah, he came back with that like a couple of days after mm. it happened. I was like, what? This, this, like it, it, yeah. it just messed with messed with my sure. worldview in a sense. Yeah, mm. uh, I see. yeah, no, I it was totally like, can get that. Just like so solid, like oh God, re- like really reached through there and just mm-hmm. like yeah, he met someone, and so like God is doing something like yeah. at, uh, in the world. Mm-hmm. So and it was like pretty clear, uh, like uh, this, I'm like I'm, I trust this guy so much that uh, it's hard to believe that it's not true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Go ahead. Oh man, now I've got, a, I have a thousand, <laughs> thousand <laughs> thoughts. But, I mean, just so, I love how, um, like, so there's a point where we have to be honest with what we're 
not just seeing with our eyes, but like honest mm. with the world that we confront, right? And uh-huh. and I think that we all sort of come to the world with a with a worldview that filters what comes into our psyche, right? There's mm. the stuff that's out there. It hits our worldview like our glasses, and then we make sense out of it. And I love how God will just dive in and show you where your world, where your view doesn't work, right? right. It's like mm. you're not seeing like, okay, here's what your worldview says you shouldn't see. But I'm just gonna I'm gonna poke straight through it, and now you have to, now you have to deal with this. Yeah. So all right, Simon, deal with this now. Like yeah. people uh, people get miraculously healed. Well, he had a habit of doing that with his disciples, yeah. right? I can think of at least two uh, examples. I'll use the second one, the one where uh, Peter is like, "No, don't wash my feet. I mm-hmm. I should be washing your feet." Yeah. And he's like, "Listen, if you don't let me wash your feet, you'll have nothing to do with me in the next life." He's like, "No, then wash my head, wash yeah. my wash my back, wash yeah, my whole yeah. body," and. Uh, uh, I feel like that taps into like yeah. exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. the, where God kind of turns on your worldview on its head, yeah. and you can't really uh, make sense of anything. Did you want to unpack that more? Or no, no, no. Is, just yeah. that, that now you now you have to deal with that thing, and mm-hmm. we can. We, I mean, we all do it. I say you can watch other people do it, but we all do it to some extent, where we'll we'll um, we'll we'll twist ourselves and tie ourselves up in knots to try and not have to deal with that thing. You know, we can think about it real hard. And we can convince ourselves of our own rightness, but I appreciate Seaman your willingness to to come to the to come to the world in front of you, right, and just look at it plain in the face and go, "I've seen it. I have to believe." You know, like I've, I've seen this this God thing that I thought was um, just one of these stories that people told, but like, no, He's real and He's working in the world. And then I also really appreciate how you described it as a process. Like, you don't have this one moment mm-hmm. where you're like mm-hmm. you're like, okay, five minutes ago I disbelieved, and now I now I believe, mm-hmm. right? Even even that moment when you um, when you heard about the the uh, person's leg being healed, like you didn't tell that story as like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. All right, mm-hmm. it's Jesus now. It's like that's part of the part of yeah. your story, like part of the the arc. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that culminates in you saying, I, I, what else? I can do nothing else, right? I can. I have to believe. I can. I can do nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, um, I admire that, and that's really inspiring for for me to get to hear. And as somebody who's involved in ministry, it's especially it's especially special. Is that a dumb thing to say? Probably. <laughs> it's especially special that God will like, he'll like put you in someone's arc. You know what I mean? Like there's, mm. there's the arc of your sort of eternal story and God will put you right there and you get to be one point along that arc. Mm. Mm. And, um, and that's just, that to me is a, is like a gift that God has given me. And a lot of pastors and, and people in ministry will tell you that too. But I, I get to think about like all those people who were in your arc that God gave to you. Cause ours mm. is definitely different, right? I, I didn't have that mm-hmm. disbelieving story where I got, I watched God work in the world and, and, and I go like, what can I do but believe? Mine, uh, mine is very different. Yeah. But Be, how, same. Yeah. But how God like <laughs> finds us where we're at. Yeah. yeah, and knows you and your heart and your character, and gives us opportunities and gives us sort of what we need in order to see His goodness. I, yeah, so I've got, I have a gazillion thoughts about like, <laughs> yeah. the goodness of God going mm-hmm. on right now that I won't won't share with everyone at this moment because Bailey, I think, wants to say something, and <laughs> and Seaman's story has more chapters. Oh yeah! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. What? <laughs> that was done. Done. Yeah. Okay. This is just when, it, when the fun starts. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The only thing I would add is um, I appreciate like you said that you describe it like as a process because mm. um, especially like you're you growing up. So for me, I didn't grow up in a religious household at all. Like there, 
there was just no stance on any sort of religious belief. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you growing up in a Christian household um, and like even being bribed into coming to <laughs> youth on. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. But like, food has been bringing eighth that's graders right. to church that's since right. the beginning of time. You're going to cook for yourself <laughs> at home. You're going to come to church. Yeah. Right. Which it's also good to know that food is a universal uh, tool for. Instrument of salvation. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you're an eighth grader in America or in Norway, oh, yeah. like you can be motivated by food to get oh, to work. Yeah. That's good so, to yeah. know. Yeah. That there's a common, that, that's yeah. common between our cultures. We should write that down. Um, but I appreciate like you, um, describing that as a process and like, um, cause I think that's, um, I don't just, it relates to missional community and like Mm, with what we intend on, um, doing like the Mm. thing that we think God sent us here for, um, looks a lot like a process for people Mm. and it's, it doesn't hinge on us having apologetic, uh, like theologian Christians who can have one conversation with a person that changes their life. Mm -hmm. Like it hinges on Christians who can tell a bunch of stories. Like every witness. Yeah. Every other week share a story um, with someone over two years and like how God uses that to slowly over time. Like I think um, for you, kind of like Cam was saying, like God finally punched a hole through your worldview Mm -hmm. and was like, look through that hole and like you see me and now have fun dealing with that. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you either have to accept me or turn away. Um, So I think just like that process is, it's what we intend on doing. Um, But it's really cool to see how that played out in your life, especially Mm -hmm. in a Christian household. Like you had all the details, all the knowledge and everything there. um, But what you needed is a consistent friend, like, um, not even a super knowledgeable person. Like you needed a friend to share their own walk, like their walk with Christ. They just had to put that on display before you. Mm -hmm. And not like on display Mm -hmm. as in look at what I've done. Like a peacock showing his feathers, but like, yeah, a consistent witness. Yeah. Yeah. Like let it, let your light shine before others. Not only like naturally on display, but it sounds like he was also like intentional and being like, look what God is doing and stuff like that. And I think that that's, Mm. that all speaks to everything you were just talking about. Mm. Um, and sometimes I do definitely want to get into missional community, maybe hear some of your thoughts on that, but I, I, I can't, hold back any longer yeah. from what Cam said. <laughs> yeah, more chapters to the story. <laughs> yeah. So why don't, uh, uh, why don't, before we uh, talk too much about missional community and what you think about that, um, unless you, if you mind, we don't have to, but uh, why don't you uh, get into the next chapter oh, of, yeah. the, of the story? Oh, yeah. There are sword fights. <laughs> <laughs> Dragons. <laughs> Dragons. There are sirens. Oh. <laughs> Chapter two, I can't wait. The next part of the Odyssey. That's right. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah, so I, I remember taking like that choice. We're like, yeah, I, I believe, and I'm like, not long after, like my my youth pastor is like, yeah. So uh, he's like, so like you want to get baptized? And I was like, yeah. What about Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, in his mind, he was like, yeah, we're gonna have this like teaching on on mm-hmm. baptism and like why why we do it. I'll have a little teachings and stuff. And then and I was like, yeah, Sunday? Mm-hmm. Does that work? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So actually, the 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 youth leader uh, who got to like who told me all these stories got to mm. baptize me, which was like really sweet. It was yeah. like yeah, mm. yeah, it's finishing the work in a sense as well. Mm. Sure, uh, which is just like really really nice. And then um, 
yeah. And then like he went, <laughs> he went, he bought a van with a friend, and they just traveled around Norway talking to people about Jesus. Mm. Uh, awesome. And I was in the point where I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I just started really, I just got baptized. What do I do now? Mm. Mm. Uh, and and he left. So, yeah, yeah, he left, you know. Mm. So like the, the one guy who was like, I, I, I've been trusting, you know, with all these things and like been sharing like where I was with, yeah. with God. It was just like, yeah, he wasn't there. So I was like mm. in like this vacuum where I'm like, yeah, I'm, I made this choice, but I don't know how to move on with this, mm. you know. Yeah. And so like I kept on going to the youth group. And then like some months later, he comes back to visit with his friend and uh, and then they're like yeah we want you to meet a friend of ours uh, or a couple of friends of ours that, that live downtown mm-hmm. and I was like yeah let's go mm-hmm. <laughs> so we went there on a Monday and then like we, we came in and I came into like an apartment where it's just like full of like guys my age I was like what mm-hmm. is this you know mm-hmm. uh, and like I met this, this, these two people called um, Jill and Reza and then uh, we talked to them and and I was like, "What? What is this?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yeah, we like every Monday we gather just a bunch of guys from different churches uh, in the town and just like have community together. Like mm. we eat a meal, mm. but that's the only plan we have. And then we see what happens, what mm-hmm. God does." Mm. Uh, and I was like, yeah, "Okay, yeah, sweet. Yeah. That sounds awesome." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Can I come next Monday?" <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> uh, and I, I asked them, like, "Yeah, when does it start?" Like, yeah, it doesn't really have a time when it starts, so you can come whenever. Yeah, <laughs> they, they said you can come whenever. Yeah. I, I ended school early next Monday. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like went straight there. Yeah, uh, and, like most of the guys came at like five. Uh, I was there at one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cook the meal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know I wasn't supposed to be there at the, yeah. that time because, like, yeah, show well, whenever. They said, you know? they said whenever. <laughs> they said whenever. I, think so it's I, fair. Just, I just went there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was really, really sweet because, like, I, I really got to know, I got to know the the guys. They were yeah. really, really uh, relational, mm-hmm. uh, and just like genuinely interested uh, mm-hmm. in what in who I was mm-hmm. which is really nice and like yeah uh, throughout the day like I talked a lot and like pretty, pretty like yeah pretty like uh, surprisingly deep to be mm-hmm. like the second time I met the person mm-hmm. you know yeah. um, and like they ended up like yeah I remember we ended up that night and just like yeah like, but like have you like do you know the Holy Spirit like have you been mm-hmm. baptized by the Holy Spirit and I was like yeah no, 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 I don't I think don't so. Know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, well, I don't think so. And they're like, yeah, okay, let's pray. Uh, mm. And then uh, and then we prayed and uh, I got it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's going to be the name of our quota in the future. Hey, how many baptisms did you get this week? How many people got it? Like, I love it. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, it was good. It was good. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, and then that was like the continuation of that story as well. Do you mind if I just ask real yeah. quick? Because I think that that is a, um, uh, obviously very pivotal, very important moment where you're like, mm-hmm. This difference between, um, I say just, but just being a part of a community mm-hmm. and then having the Holy Spirit, having this relationship with God. Um, so if you could, like, where where was that, like, when he, conf- 
not confronted you, but presented mm-hmm, this to yeah. you. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, you've been baptized in the church, but do you know the Holy Spirit? Like, what was what was going on in your head of like the differences? Like, because in in your mind at that point, were you already were you thinking, yeah, I'm already a Christian. Mm-hmm, like, I got yeah. baptized. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. in. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what I was, was how did he like articulate the importance of having the Holy Spirit? I, I think he's just like, yeah, this is important to your Christian life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, yeah, I, I was in a place where I was like, yeah, I just like, I, I just want more of this. Like, if um, if it helps me in my in my walk with God, like, why why not? Mm-hmm. You know. And so I was like, yeah, let's, let's go for it. Like, I heard about the Holy Spirit, but <laughs> right, like, yeah, for sure. Um, let's call him up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I'm sure he appreciates it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So you, there was, was this uh, uh, community night where you accepted the Holy Spirit. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was good. Uh, and then like they, and then these uh, these two guys uh, live there. I continued to hang out with them, showing up every Monday. Mm. Uh, and they were like part of like, uh, yeah, walking with me uh, in, in faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, Further, like those those years after after I got baptized, uh, which is super important mm-hmm. because I don't know where I would be if it <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then like it, and it's just like a really really sweet community, and it's just like a bunch of guys, and just like yeah, like we could end up like just we could end up watching a movie, we mm-hmm. could end up like, praying and worshiping all night, mm-hmm. like. It's just such a big difference, and like mm. there wasn't really a plan other than just like, yeah, we'll hang out and see what happens. Yeah, the, mm. like, so community wasn't imposed upon you, it was mm. organic. We get, yeah. to, we get to decide because mm. we're a family, right. Yeah. right? We're a family, and we decide what the family does. Yeah. And I think sometimes what we witness in church, you guys will correct me if you don't see it this way, but sometimes we have like the program mm. that we kind of like we stuff people into, right? <laughs> we, stuff, mm-hmm. we scoop them in and we press them down, yeah. and it's now mm. it's the shape of the container that we mm, put them sure. in you know what i mean yeah. the program defines what the people do yeah. instead of the people organically like just living a living the church life yeah. out like mm. christians could get together we could watch a movie together mm. and I, I don't i can't tell you how many times i've been a part of like those nights where christians just get together and just so naturally evolves into like a bible study or we start mm. worshiping or mm. we start talking about deep bible questions or yeah. deep yeah. theological questions and all of that is great for like yeah. edifying Christians, but I think that particularly what I'm getting at least out of your story mm-hmm. was this was um, uh, kind of like a binding element or like the really the thing mm-hmm. that like uh, brought you to the church and is like kind of really quickly like integrated you into the church. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like now – all right, now he's got the Holy Spirit and was baptized. Now he's the guy we got to teach all of this theological stuff to. Now he's the wart on the side of the, you know, body of Christ. No. <laughs> it kind of just naturally integrated into it in this community sense. And yeah. I also appreciate in the midst of the community. So, you know, there's the, the one error you can make, which is force everyone into community. Now that's what they look like. And on the other mm-hmm. side, there's um, just lawlessness mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we have no, we have no boundaries, no borders, no accountability but you had people who could – you had wise mentors who could walk mm. through mm-hmm. you with life. Like you said, I don't know what would have become of me if I didn't have them. Yeah. And you have people who can help to help to guide you along paths of righteousness, you might say, <laughs> but can, can help to um, <clears throat> lead you in wisdom instead of let, – we'll, we'll let all the uh, – let all the new, young, brand new Christians decide what our community is. So the community all at once has 
guidance and leadership, but it's not, it seems to me that it's not like stifling. Like we're going to define who these people, we are going to define who these people are, which I think is one mistake, but also we're not going to lack, um, any structure or sense of accountability or, uh, or guidance Mm -hmm. will help to, will help to keep people hemmed in along appropriate, um, spiritual boundaries. Is that, is that close? Is that in the, yeah, yeah, it's pretty close. Oh, yeah, good. I yeah, still yeah. know how to listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah, because yeah. your English is so well. If we were doing this in Norwegian, I'd have gotten none of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten <laughs> gotten past. Uh, I don't know. I don't know any Norwegian words. So we're working on that. Any Norwegian <laughs> words? Wow. Your last name? <laughs> <laughs> I can almost. I can almost say my name. We said. Oh, <laughs> we said two Norwegian words in the beginning of this episode. His name, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah so we we interrupted you but i think yeah we'll yeah. Eager to, to hear yeah, yeah 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 Please. yeah but uh, like i, th- I think uh, i would just want to mention like the thing that caught me with these two guys mm-hmm. that were like uh, uh hosting this community was like i saw that like, they had something they had like a joy and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah this mm-hmm. is this is this is from god mm-hmm. and then like um <clears throat> we got a we got a new uh youth pastor at church gabriel yeah oh, yeah uh, we know gabriel oh, yes yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, and so like he got uh, somehow he he got a job in Norway, <laughs> not knowing any Norwegian as, as a youth really? pastor. I got a job yeah. in Norway, not knowing any Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, but yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> it was strange, but like we needed it. He was he was like really an answer to prayer. But uh, he yeah. came in and he had like uh, yeah, at least through the youth with the mission, and so like he started bringing like people from the, the base in in Shen, mm-hmm. uh, to the church, and I was like. They got, they got, they got a joy. <laughs> like mm. they, they got something. Yeah. And I'm like, I want that. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, uh, I started hanging more out with them. I started going to the, to the YM base in, in town a little mm. bit. And then like I came to a point where I was like, yeah, I, I think I need to do a, a discipleship training school with YM. Wow. Mm. Uh, because like, I, I really wanted like the joy that they had because I could see it on mm. them. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I, I need that, you know, right. mm. because I recognize like uh, I, I don't have that same like mm. amount of joy, at least in, yeah. in, in my own life. Uh, mm. And like that amount of like, yeah, like, yeah, what I see now is like that relationship with God. Like I did not have that like really, really longing to that. Yeah. Other than like I saw that they had something and I, I wanted it. And because they were a part of a youth of the mission, I was like, that's that's where I can get it, I guess, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Good place to start. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah good place to start. Uh, so uh, I, I did that. I, I did. Um, I did. Uh, yeah, this upship training school in in Denver, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it was there was like the first place where I was like, oh, a relationship with God. That's mm-hmm. what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I heard it so many times, but I didn't really like have that revelation for myself. Where I'm like, yeah. Yeah. oh, it's a relationship. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, so it's just like. Uh, yeah, it was just a big moment. <laughs> it was like, this is super basic. Yeah. Uh, and like I heard it so many times, but I just it didn't do anything with me until mm-hmm. that point where I'm like, of course. Of course it is. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I think that, that was one of the most important things like during my, my, my DTS that I'm like, oh, it's a relationship. And yeah. then like I looked back, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I... I heard got there and there there you know sure and yeah. i was like oh yeah so we've kind of had a relationship but i haven't been like present in like knowing it's a relationship mm-hmm. i haven't been like uh doing it by myself because mm-hmm. like I, mm-hmm. like whenever I, I i seek god like to hear from god 
like it was in community. Yeah. They were the one like, hey, let's do this, you know. Mm-hmm. It did. I didn't feel like a natural thing for me to do alone. Hmm. Uh, whereas, like at my yes, they were like, oh yeah, but this is a personal relationship. And I was like, yeah. I can do this by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was just like, wow, yeah, this is big. Like mm-hmm. this, this mm-hmm. changes things. I love that. I love that your individual identity was born out of your community identity. Mm. I think so often, I don't know how true it is around the world, but I, I know in my Christian experience, it happens exactly the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Is somebody believes in God, gets whatever you want to call that moment, becomes a child of God. Mm. And then they look around for a community to be a part of and one that suits them best. And their primary identity is me, myself, alone as a worshiper of God, but I need to go find like the rest of the mm-hmm. body. But mm-hmm. I really, um, uh, it's really good for me to hear about that happening the other way. Mm-hmm. It was like, I got saved in the midst of community and then was confronted by the Holy spirit in the midst of community and then realized, Oh my goodness, I can have a personal relationship too. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. just leave that there. I've got lots of, I think inter- not interesting, but I've got lots of thoughts about that. But that's just so foreign to the way I hear it, but also the, the way that I've seen it happen, but also really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, forgive me for if I'm wrong, but maybe slightly New Testamental, right? You hear about households coming to faith and being mm-hmm. baptized. And, mm-hmm. and it was a, uh, and you hear about you know, churches that happen in homes and there's like a church in the city and we were part of this community. And it seems to me that that's, um, maybe sometimes we think of our faith too individually, right? I have, mm. Uh, have friends and people who aren't friends with people I've talked to, but also friends who say things like, you know, I can worship God on my own. I don't, I don't really like church. Mm. That's mm. where all the hypocrites are. I'm like, yeah, I mean, a car doesn't have to be in a garage to be a car. That's right. So I don't <laughs> have to go to church to be something, a Christian. Right. Something like that. I can worship God in the mountains or at the beach or, and that's true. And on the one hand, like, yeah, God in, like saved you individually mm. And is inviting you as an individual into a relationship, but into a relationship in community, right? Right. You, you read the you read the New Testament. And we hear all this stuff about fellowship. Mm. And you have fellowship with us and with God, and it has to do with being a part of a uh, being a part of a family, not you and God like together alone in a room for eternity. But it's like this mm. is the family that you're that you're welcomed into, and then out of that you have an identity as a unique individual Christian with your specific basket of gifts and responsibilities. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think th- everything, especially that turning point, like, I mean, really just speaks to, it really just kind of defines what Christianity is. Mm-hmm. So having, oh my gosh, if I had a nickel for every time I heard the phrase, it's not a religion, it's a relationship. It's a relationship. Yeah. Uh-huh. You've never yeah. read James one twenty seven, but, but, so uh, I get the sentiment yes. behind the oh quote. The yeah. sentiment does say, oh my gosh. No, be, totally just be nice. <laughs> what I'm saying. The sentiment behind the quote is that uh, uh, relationship with God, with each other, uh, with other mm. Christians right. is what defines Christianity. It's not a set of rituals that pleases, right. that pleases a deity so mm. he doesn't, so that he makes our crops grow and doesn't drown us when we're in our boat. Yeah. So yeah. So in that sense, it's not a, it's not a religion. That, so that's true. It's not a religion. It's a relationship, which is what Jesus calls us to, but also read James one twenty seven. Yes. <laughs> 26 and 27. Cause no. you know what? Just read all of James. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Do it. yeah. James is a good book. I've been thinking about it's, it. Uh, Let's go for it. I'll take you a half an hour. The brother of Jesus. Um, 
but yeah, it, so <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's good. What I'm getting from that is is more of an attestation to like what we read in the New Testament. And the more I've been, uh, the longer I've been here in Norway, and the longer I've been doing the kind of ministry we've been doing in Norway, it, the more that I'm kind of uh, uh, recognizing isn't the best word, but kind of like being reminded more, or like it's coming more into focus that uh, relationship is uh, not only just essential for like doing this whole discipleship mm-hmm. and this whole Christ-like, Christ-like walk. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's not just essential to that. That's really just like the only way that it happens. Uh, yeah. So one of the things that we had Todd Moore on the podcast, I don't know if you got a chance to see that. He's uh, what we call the world expert. The world authority. World uh, authority missional on missional community. Mm-hmm. And he brought up this statistic that uh, he has known for decades, and uh, it was really life-changing to hear him say it. He says that the average unbeliever has to come in contact with at least 5.3 Christians before they accept Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, man, I never have stopped thinking about yeah. that since he told us that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that when I look back – uh, when I hear your story and when I look back at my story and how I really made my faith my own and really started to have my real living relationship with Jesus, mm. that's just so true. That's just mm. like, I think, think of all the different people, like in your guys' lives, all the different people who were involved in your faith journey mm-hmm. and just little by little built on top of that. Like, okay, I learned what to do from him. I learned what not to do from him. Mm-hmm. I learned what to do from him, what to do from him. Yeah. And it, it all of that together like I don't know, uh, just to get personal. I know we invited you on for yeah. your story, but let me—I'll be real brief. Uh, I just thinking—I don't know where my faith would be at all uh, without my dad. And mm. so my dad was really instrumental in letting me ask questions about Christianity, mm. getting answers, sometimes not getting answers, which he was yeah. honest about, mm. um, and really just like uh, he was so instrumental in in building my personal relationship with Jesus and and. Uh, yeah, through the process of asking questions and uh, trying to look for answers. And there are great answers, and sometimes there aren't great answers, but Jesus is the constant in that. And so, yeah, and I think it's beautiful yeah. that so the 5.3 Christians thing, like right, people who become Christians have five and and some change like christians are in their path like yeah. part of the part of their arc they're part of the story of them coming to know Jesus and I think my intuition is that a significant part of that has to do with the witness of Christians in the con- like in the context of living life so you can see how how christian people all at once right you can see maybe a family is experiencing uh experiencing joy and celebration how they do that as christians and another one is experiencing loss and grief and how that happens as christians and another one is experiencing financial stress and how they live faithfully as mm-hmm. christians and another family has whatever but you can see people living real actual life right we're not just having a party every sunday where we talk about the fairy tales that we choose to believe Mm. you get to watch people in community leaning on jesus listening to the holy spirit helping to bear one another's burdens celebrate together with joy that only only the presence of god can explain and you get to see all of that happen or maybe having just one christian friend that's good but it's like a it's like one point it's like Mm. one witness who can tell you one thing at a time mm-hmm. instead of seeing, you know, like Jesus says, right, like a, a shining city on a hill, right? You can't hide it, but you see a whole city and how the whole thing works yeah. when mm-hmm. Jesus lights the thing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So uh, I don't know. Uh, so you 
went to discipleship training. Yes, and in Denver, to, Colorado. In Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been to Denver. How is it? Is it? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, <clears throat> it's a lot like Norway in the sense that. Um, sorry, <clears throat> you're fine. <laughs> Uh, that that the weather is uh, unpredictable. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh. So it can snow and be really really sunny and warm in the same day. It gets uh, sunny and warm here in any day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, in the summer, but uh, it doesn't snow at the same time. So uh, yeah, cool. so I, I was like, yeah, this weather is like I'm kind of used to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was then in the winter, so oh okay, know, or yeah. like fall. Uh, yeah, but uh, anyways, uh, so it's pretty pretty nice. Live a little, little bit outside of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, please so anyways, follow, yeah, yeah, yeah. following the, uh, yeah, this you is said you had this, to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this other turning oh, point yeah. where you're like, oh, now it's about relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also another theme, like that was one of the themes, of, uh, uh, like one of the like main like life-changing things that happened mm-hmm. during my, my DTS was like, oh, it's a relationship, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was just like this theme of like trusting God. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember like some months before I went to my DTS, I, like a pastor here in Norway got a got a word for me, and he's like, "Yeah, Proverbs three five, like trust the Lord with all your heart, mm-hmm. and, and like don't lean on your understanding." Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, "Okay, that's pretty cool." You know, yeah. went to my went to my <laughs> DTS, and like that verse kept popping up everywhere. And I was like, "Come on," you know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then like the, the, we had a teaching, and like, yeah, you can pray the pray the Bible. I was like. You can pray the Bible. <laughs> God wrote it, you know, <laughs> you know. And I was like, so I, I started to like praying that verse, and you know, that's dangerous. Yes. <laughs> when you're like, okay, God, I want to trust you with everything. Like, right. like, mm-hmm. don't, I'm not, don't want to lean on my own understanding, but I want to like lean on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a dangerous prayer. I learned that mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, like as as we were going on, on outreach, like, and I I'd saved up money for for my DTS, I sold my car and stuff. And uh, uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to road trip the states after mm-hmm. this, you know, <laughs> because like I had a month between my DTS ended and and my flight was out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so um, and then we like we came to like one of the last teachings we had. We were supposed to like learn about missions, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, the woman that was teaching, she was like, yeah. So I feel like God is leading us to talk about generosity today mm-hmm. instead. And like uh, before that, I'd, I'd been asking like people in my church to help out the people uh, on my on my team that didn't couldn't afford outreach. Mm-hmm. They they didn't have enough money. I was like, hey, can you can you help out? You know, like I've asked people around, and uh, and all these kind of things. I prayed like, oh God, like help them, like mm-hmm. give them give them what they need. You know, yeah. at the same time, I'd been praying like, God, I won't trust you. You know. Mm-hmm. And then, like in the came to the class, and she's like, "Ah, we're going to talk about generosity." That's pretty much the only thing I remember about the yeah. <laughs> from that class, <laughs> because like in that class, like I've never experienced God like speak so clearly. Mm-hmm. Because it was like it was like I, I was in the classroom, but like I didn't get any of what she said at all, mm-hmm. um, because like I was listening to a whole other conversation. That mm-hmm. uh, like, God was like yeah, speaking to me, and he's like, "Yeah." So yeah, you've been you've been praying that you want to trust me. Oh, it's like, are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I was like, that question is terrifying. You know? I was like, oh my yeah, gosh, maybe you know. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've been asking all these other people to like help out and give, but have you really given yourself? Mm. And like, yeah, yeah, you prayed yesterday that like um, 
yeah, if you want me, if like, yeah, I prayed like, yeah, if you want me to give anything, you need to like say it clearly, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, is this clear enough? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, God, I'll do it. But you have to really make it clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's what, you know? And he's like, yeah, is this clear enough? I was like, yeah, I guess so. And then he's like, and then he, he said, like, you remember what you read this morning? I was like, yeah, I read about the golden calf. And he's like, money is your golden calf. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the worst golden calf? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I, 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 need, I, know, I know what I need to do now, you know, mm. uh, which was just like, it's really, really hard. And he's like, yeah, you're ready to trust me now with all you got. Mm. And like, I was like. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't. I, I like. I, I did have the choice, but I was like, "This is the only. This is the only mm-hmm. choice I can make." That mm-hmm. I'm like, "This is the right choice," you know. Yeah. And and I was like, I I got my my bunk mate. I was like, "You need to come with me <laughs> because yeah. like I need to give this money <laughs> away <laughs> and I need someone to keep me comfortable that I actually do it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good instinct. <laughs> yeah. We sold our house and yeah. totally didn't keep any for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah. As I was like, as I went there, and I was like, yeah, I gave away everything I got, um, except uh, I want near the plane ticket between Denver and Washington D.C. where I was flying out of after mm-hmm. my DTS. That was the money I said, mm. and I gave everything else away, uh, oh. which was really hard. Yeah, I, mm. ca- I came back to my room. I was like, what? What, what am I doing? <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which is just like it's it's it was hard. I was like, well, mm-hmm. this hopefully this works, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. I actually somebody uh, asked me the other day, um, taking the uh, remember the story of the rich young ruler that mm-hmm. ran up to Jesus, uh, and they took that story as prescriptive and was like, well, should Je- does Jesus want me to sell everything I have yeah. and go follow him? Oh, since and, you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the answer, of course, is if he asks you to, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so, I, yeah, and I mean, yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> like, we'll say some of it. <laughs> yes, he is. So, God, is he really asking me to sell everything I have? It's like, no, he's asking you something worse. Mm, like, yeah. way worse. If, the, if, if that's the thing, you're like, yeah, it's probably not. Okay, well, then it's the th- whatever, like, whatever your golden calf is. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Whatever is the thing that you're worshiping instead right. of God. Yeah. 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 So, I, like, yeah. Yeah, the golden calf was like, I was trusting money more than God. Mm-hmm. And so that was a change for me as well. Mm-hmm. That that really happened that that day, and that was like a moment where I could look back at yeah this moment. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like this moment was like like that was peak for that. It was yeah. like yeah, here here I here I actually changed from trusting money to trusting God. Mm-hmm. Uh, that moment where I was like yeah, this is it. You know, and we can tell you made it back to Norway. So yeah, I made it back to <laughs> Norway. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, you know I I went on outreach to England and France and once you get mm-hmm. to France there's bakeries and then like you mm-hmm. go to a baker every day and then like all of a sudden you don't have enough money for that plane ticket back mm-hmm. home <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, those yeah. baguettes oh yeah those, those, get you. yeah those mm-hmm. croissants as well man. Oh, man. yeah it's oh, dangerous <laughs> yeah bakeries in France that's my golden calf the French yeah, yeah. But anyways uh, so I like um, yeah you know, I came back uh, after my DTS. I uh, came back to the um, to Denver, and we were going to uh, like go out and eat stuff mm-hmm. with the people from my DTS. And I was like, 
No, no, no. Actually, this is before this. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit more to this, <laughs> okay, because okay. I came back to Denver and like we sat down at, at like Monday morning worship. Was this, uh, so help us with the timeline. Oh this, yeah, this is after, after you came back to Norway. Uh, then no, no, no. Uh, so I like went uh, I went to France and then yeah. came, went to back to Denver yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for like a debrief week and something. So like I came back and like I, we were in worship that morning, and then like we had a guest from somewhere, uh, and then. And they're like, yeah, yeah. So, or like, it was like YWAM ships or something. And they were doing some, like, some work. And they're like, yeah, we need some money, you know? And they're like, yeah, so pray. Like, ask God how, if, if you're going to give and how much you're going to give. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And then I, like, felt God, like, lead me to, like, yeah, give give what's in your wallet, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, had, I had some money in yeah. my wallet. And I was like, okay, that's it, you know? Yeah. Uh, there it goes. And, uh, and then, like, I had, like... Tiny, no, actually, because I I had some money on my bank account, but I was actually in minus because I bought the plane ticket on credit. Oh, um, yeah. So I I had had minus money actually. Oh wow! So I gave away some money of my minus money. (laughs) 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 Uh, But I was like, yeah, God, I'm trusting you in this. And then like we we were going out to eat that 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 night, and. uh, I was like, yeah, I can't really join because I don't have money for food. <laughs> like, I can eat the base because it's free, you know. Yeah, I already right. paid this. Right. Uh, and, like, and then this guy was like, yeah, no, I'll pay. I was like, okay, see? All right. Okay, God. I was like, okay, God, if this works, you know, let's go. <laughs> and then, like, um, yeah, I bought a plane ticket to... Um, to visit my actually a guy from my DTS uh, uh, really, that lived close to uh, close to DC, and uh, I was like yeah, after my DTS after the debrief mm-hmm. week, I I went there and like I was at the airport. I was like God, what do I do now? Like mm-hmm. I I don't have any money. Like I'm I, I trusted you. I gave it all, you know. Yeah. And I was like, what do I do now? And I I felt him lead me to uh, to write a newsletter of, of what he'd been doing in my life the mm-hmm. past six months, you know. I wrote it, and I was like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, trusting God, uh, and I was like, so now I don't have any money, here's my bank account, if God leaves you to give, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's my Vips, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so, uh, so I just sent that off, and I don't really remember who I sent it to, but I sent it to people, and I was like, you know, I checked the bank account, like bank account every time I had the opportunity, like mm-hmm. the next day. Like, I had a layover in Minnesota. I was like, ah, nothing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were still good here. No right? baguettes today. No <laughs> yeah, yeah. None of the other. Like, no food today, yeah, period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I came to the place I was staying. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I was like, yeah. I ate some ice cream with the guys. I woke up the next morning, got logged into the Wi-Fi, checked my bank account. I was like, okay, this is three times more than I need. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm. I was like... What am I gonna do with all this money? You know, was <laughs> like get time. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, God, you like you really work with this? Like, yeah. this actually really works. Mm. Like, trusting God works. Mm. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is insane. So that was like, yeah, yeah for it. me, it was just it was like, oh, yeah, this works. Like God, yeah. God, like it, it stands the <laughs> test. Well, he tells us, right? So God tells us, like, consider, consider the sparrow, right? So the, yeah. they can't all give you my paraphrase. something like, look, I feed the birds. And they're just birds. Like, I love you so much more than mm. birds. I know what you need. Just trust me. I, I know what you need. 
And uh, mm-hmm. that's hard. And that's the thing is, that's a, a lesson that's easy to preach, but very difficult to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so something, you know, I, from time to time at the orchard, I had, had, I'd have the opportunity to teach a little lesson about giving every week. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, it's time for us to give. We're a family. And the family pays for the work for the house and the work of the family, and you get to, and we get to teach about giving. And so I'm never never squeamish about that because it's one of those it's one of the opportunities that God gives us, like for people like me who want like concrete, objective evidence, mm-hmm. details. Mm-hmm. God's like, okay, let's put a number on it, mm-hmm. and you can. I mean, you can with your hand before God, right? You can, you know. You know if you've given if you've given God what He's required of you, right? So you mm. like so exactly like you did. You asked your buddy, you're like, dude, you got to come with me because God's God's asked me to give all my money away, and I need you to with me to make sure that I do the thing God's calling me to. Mm. Um, but you can see, like, the, it's a it's really tangible. Someone says, "Are you praying as much as you should?" Uh, I mean, right? Like, but God gives us an opportunity to put a number on it. And don't mishear me. Don't hear me saying something like, um, "The more money you spend on." missions or church or blah, 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 that, that proves you have more faith. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying anything like that. What I'm saying is for guys who like our bean counters, like me, (laughs) God makes you put the beans in a jar and count them. Mm -hmm. And you can know whether, whether or not you're, um, whether or not you're being faithful and you can see in real time, God's work in the world. So you have an opportunity to be obedient. You have an opportunity to express faith and go, okay, God, I don't know what you're doing, but I know the universe belongs to you and Mm -hmm. that you feed the birds and that you'll feed me too. And uh, I love that. I think the way you said it was it works, um, it which, is, which is true. <laughs> but like God comes through. Like God told the truth, right? When he said, mm. the, when he said, I, I love the birds. I love you more. Trust yeah. me that I own the universe. Yeah. And uh, and you followed uh, you followed his voice yeah. and he provided just like he said. Yeah. It was just, it's just following. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although not easy, but, yeah. <laughs> but still. Yeah. Excellent. I think uh, – I think that's awesome. I think it's yeah. inspiring. I think it really speaks to uh, some of the things that uh, attracts us to ministry, especially here mm-hmm. in Norway. Uh, uh, Seaman, uh, we're going to wrap it up for today. Yeah. Uh, but is good. there anything? Uh, hopefully, I didn't cut you off uh, uh, too early. No, this is great because we have more to talk about. We, got, yeah. we definitely have to have you back. Uh, of I mean, course. I promised, mm-hmm. So I promised that my dad would come, and he came last episode. Mm-hmm. And now I'll promise that Seaman will be back. Yeah. We can talk to you some yeah, more. Sweet. I'm, really excited. <laughs> I'm excited to share with you sort of our vision for for ministry and see what you what your um, judgment of that would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think we you've got some um, yeah uh, some wisdom. Definitely, we need some wisdom that you could share with us, mm-hmm. and I'm eager to have that conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Well, everybody listening uh, in California or otherwise, all over the world, maybe <laughs> uh, we thank you for tuning in, and we hope you're inspired to. Uh, really, Seaman was talking about really where the rubber hits the road. Mm-hmm. Or trusting God mm-hmm. uh, is not always easy, and sometimes you have to take your golden calf and throw it back into the fire because right. God asks you to. Uh, <laughs> and so we uh, hope you're inspired to do that. I'm yeah. definitely more inspired because of your story for that. And uh, stay tuned uh, for part two. It's some undefined point in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Word First Radio. If you like the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. If you want to learn more about Word First and how you can support the ministry spiritually and financially, check us out at wordfirst.us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Word First Radio, and we'll see you again next week. God bless. God bless.